1: Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Utah's source for exclusive access and insights behind the news. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM at 11:60 a.m. Welcome back everyone to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson and uh, as promised, a conversation I've been looking forward to having Really all weekend. I I heard these numbers were coming out uh, that Scott Rasmussen, uh, our tag team uh, partner on uh, a number of polls uh, here with the Deseret News and Hinckley Institute of Politics. And, of course, does his own national polling. Uh, And Scott was giving me some uh, insight over the weekend. I thought, okay, this is going to be just fascinating stuff. Scott joins us live now. Scott, uh, happy Monday to you.
0: Well, happy Monday. You know, and, Boyd, I, I hear you talking about these numbers, and it was kind of fascinating and exciting, but it's also kind of depressing. Uh, you know, what we found is only one out of four voters, 26 percent, are confident that the right person was declared the winner in the last two presidential elections.
1: Uh, I'm going I'm to stop, stop you right there for just a second, Scott, just yeah. so everyone can actually let that sink in. Only yeah. one out of four believe, if you look at the 2016 election and the 2020 election, only one out of four think that the right person was declared the winner?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's pretty staggering. Uh, Most voters, 56 percent, believe that at least one of those elections was awarded to the wrong person, that somebody was put in office illegitimately. Now, that includes 26 percent who believe that Hillary Clinton was the legitimate winner in 2016, and 31% who believed that Donald Trump was the legitimate winner in 2020. And I should point out that another 17% at least have doubts about one of those elections, and in neither case did more than 60% of people believe the right person was put into the Oval Office. I mean, this this is a stunningly bad number, Um, And it shows just how little confidence and how distrust we have in our political system.
1: Yeah. And let's dive into that trust issue. Uh, You said 77 percent of voters uh, believe that we actually need to get to some reform in terms of uh, uh, as a a remedy, I guess, in terms of uh, correcting that distrust of the election process.
0: That's right. And, and let's start off again with what should be an obvious statement. But when 77 percent of voters say something, that's not just Trump's voters who think he really won and have the election stolen from them. It's not just Democrats who are trying to pass something else. This is a, a broad coalition of people who say uh, it includes 83 percent of Republicans, 77 percent of Democrats and 71 percent of independents. They want something done. But, you know, you and I have talked about this before. Voters don't sit around debating, you know, this particular piece of legislation. You get a sense when you look at all the data. They want people to be able to vote. They want to make voting easy and fair and legitimate. And basically what people want uh, is to know that when the votes are counted, the right person won. I, I gave an example to a group this weekend where I said, If Pennsylvania had counted all their ballots by Election Day and by 10 o'clock that evening, just like Florida did, you know, if they had come out with their results and said Joe Biden had won, Trump supporters would have been really disappointed. But it wouldn't have been nearly the trauma that we saw as a nation that that. Stretched out for a few months after that. So people want a system that works.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And so let's go into some of those things. Uh, you, you mentioned the fact that it's hard to get uh, 70 plus percent of Americans to agree on a lot of things. Uh, and yet, when it comes to creating trust in our election process, there are some things that Democrats, Republicans, and independents all agree should be part of our voting system.
0: That's right. And let's start with a simple one uh, 65%, not quite 70, but 65% think. Election Day should be a national holiday. Uh, only 17 percent want to get rid of early voting. Uh, very few people want to get rid of mail-in voting. But uh, there are some changes that people would like to see. And I guess changes is not necessarily the right word because different states have different rules. But uh, H.R. 1, the bill that's being considered in the House of I guess now being considered in the Senate, uh, was passed by that's the, the House. House last week. Um It it would ban, effectively ban people or states from requiring photo ID uh, for voting. And that is exactly the opposite direction of where the American people want to go by a 70 percent to 12 percent margin, 70 to 12. Voters are saying, no, if you're going to pass a national law, require that all voters provide some form of photo ID before casting a ballot. And again, I think this is perceived by most people as sort of common sense. I go to the bank. I'll go to the airport. I need photo ID. Um, Another provision that uh, is in the bill that people are uncomfortable with, but there's a pretty strong consensus for, is this idea that uh, uh, voters think you should clean the voter rolls before every election, get rid of people who have moved or have passed away. Uh, H.R. 1 would make it illegal to do that, uh, and it would also... Uh, Prevent states from sharing information. So, somebody moves from Florida to Utah, it will be harder for Utah to find out if that person was still registered in Florida. Uh, By a 59 to 17 margin, people say, uh, No, we want you to clean the rolls. We'd like a requirement that every state do that. And the final one is less about uh, how people vote, but it's a little bit of a timing issue. Uh, 74% of voters. Say that all mail-in ballots should be received by election day, Uh, and I think that just speaks to the concern that we had about different people had about different counts this year. Uh, One of the interesting details on that point, among people who voted by mail in the last election, so the people who might be affected by this again the next time around, seventy-three percent said, "Yeah, your your ballot should be received by election day." So those are some areas of of, uh, potential common ground, some potential reform. Um, And also, of course, they will be fighting words because – what was passed in the House doesn't reflect those particular items. I expect they'll come up in the Senate
1: debate. Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure those will come up in the Senate debate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's always interesting. When, that for a safe prediction? <laughs> yeah, that, that might be the safest prediction you've ever made, Scott. <laughs> uh, and it's interesting, too, where, where these numbers, I mean, these are all significant. They're not all over 70, but these are all big numbers. Uh, that are that show that the American people are not on the same page as members of Congress uh, in terms of election law uh, and then of course the fact that uh, most of election law takes place at the local level uh, I think it's something that's going to be fascinating not just as it as, as the debate shifts over to the uh, Senate but uh, what ultimately happens back in the states
0: yeah that's right and, and I want to be clear you know I've just highlighted three areas where there's a big gap between the legislation um, and, and where voters are. There's, there are some issues in it, like same-day registration that most voters support. There are other issues that are a closer call. Um, as I mentioned earlier, most voters like the idea of early voting. H.R. Uh, 1 would require at least 15 days of early voting in each state. Uh, another proposal would make it 14 days or less, and voters are kind of split on that. So it's, uh, I think it's really important to, to recognize there are some popular provisions in hr1 there are some provisions that gets mixed reviews and then there are three really unpopular ideas
1: yeah uh, great insight if you haven't read that yet today it's on deseret.com we've also got that posted on our facebook page today it's a great read great numbers great insight as always from our good friend scott rasmussen scott thanks for joining us on a monday thanks boy all right, uh, we're going to go ahead and step aside for a quick commercial break. When we come back, it is International Women's Day today. Uh, we're going to celebrate and listen to some of the great women of the state of Utah, what we've learned from them over the past year. Stay with us on KSL News Radio.
0: I'm Dave Cawley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold.